0: Welcome, everyone, to the fun, filled, informative, exciting, and occasionally educational, fun for the whole family to enjoy, Bulbacast. This is Season 3, and we hope you enjoy what we have brought. Welcome to Bulbacast, Season 3, Episode 2, and we have a very fun, informative, and extremely... Happy cast for you this evening. And with us this evening is the owner of the Bulba Garden forums, webpage, page, whatnot, however, Mr. Archaic. Hey
1: everyone, how's it going?
0: And we also have Miss Argy from the Bulba Garden forum. She's a mod, and I do believe she's also an editor of the Bulbapedia. Is that not correct?
2: Uh, I'm actually the editor-in-chief of Bulba News. And the style
0: editor of Bobopedia, along with Pi, and I'm actually an administrator on the forums. Wow. Good deal. Glad we could get you in here. And wow, what an impressive pedigree you have for us. And we also have an administrator with Pocket Monsters, and an OP on the Pocket Monsters chat as well, Mr. Fullmasta.
3: Hey guys, what's up?
0: <laughs> and we also have Miss Kasumi from Costa Rica, also from Bulba Garden. She's an admin, and she's also an admin in the chat.
3: Hello.
0: All right. And being very nice to us and helping us out and hosting this whole call, and, of course, he's going to be in the cast as well, we have Mr. Jordan, the Pop-Tart, Square-Coon, whatever you wish to call him. He's here, and he's going to be helpful. Good evening. Good evening. Thank you very much. We have an announcement to make, a discussion of sorts about a certain item of food that we know as PPN. He's kind of turned up missing lately. There's been some stories, kind of some wild rumors, rampant everything going all around, but we kind of do have a little bit of clarification, things that we can clear up, and to do that, I do believe Mr. Archaic and Ms. Argy are going to help us out there.
1: Mhm. Okay, well, to be honest, there's not all that much we know, but from what we do know, we can at least uh, kill some of the rampant speculation that's going out there at the moment, I think. Um, now, one thing we do know is that, yes, okay, PPN's house was raided. Um, PPN's told us himself that that was for copyright infringement, but really we don't know there if that's the case or not. Um, the raid was apparently done on basis of tip off given uh, to law enforcement by PUSA. Uh, what level of law enforcement? We again have no idea. It might have been uh, mo- more than likely just the local police. Could have been someone else. We really don't know. He um, doesn't seem to be under arrest. That's the good thing. I mean we've. We know for a fact that he's been accessing the internet since via public grace to uh, chat to us and let people know that he was all right. So uh, that's one bit of good news there. And uh, also we've got uh, very reliable information. Uh, Sorry, I can't tell you from where, uh, that the other Pokemon sites aren't in any threat whatsoever at this point in time.
2: Nope. Apparently the the raid... They uh, they actually had a warrant, and it was like a civil complaint for from PUSA, and apparently they took all of his Pokemon related stuff, including like post-it notes and stuff. And apparently he can't get those for 90 days. Um, they took his computers and stuff, and he had to be like go get a new laptop. Um, but yeah, like our kick said, it's it has to do with PPN, not other sites.
0: All right. Well, I seriously do appreciate getting that information, and well, hopefully, hopefully more will come out later on. But for right now, that's all that we have to discuss. There's other things, but until anything else is clarified, we don't want to report it. You know, we're
3: oh, not. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Go a number of people have noticed that the Pocket Monsters website went down uh, shortly after all this started. Um, I can assure you now that Pocket Monsters uh, pretty much was doing that as a just-in-case measure, uh, not knowing what was going on. Uh, now that we all have a bit more information about what's going on, Monsters plans to go back to, uh, I believe pretty much full activity sometime within the next couple of weeks. Oh, that's wonderful. Um,
3: mm-hmm.
1: at, at worst, they might be down for the next 90 days until PPN's got his stuff back and everything's back to normal. Um, but I, I don't know. That's going to be up to the Pokemon's staff to decide how cautious they want to be. Right.
2: I do think it's very doubtful that Pokemon Palace Network will be back online. Like, I doubt this PPNC will be a webmaster. Pokemon
0: again. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to play that by ear and see what happens there.
1: It's worth noting that the forums that were associated with PPN uh, Poker Community, uh, which were also jointly operated with a number of other Pokemon sites, uh, those forums are still online Good. and still operational. So,
3: and I there were a lot of other
0: people know. being hosted by him as well, such as Jiratini's Den, also uh, formerly known as uh, Brinstar yep. Depths, and. They're all still up in o- and in operation.
1: And uh, while well, we don't know if uh, PPN will be back with Steve as the webmaster, I mean it, it very well might depending on yeah. how this investigation goes. Um, Nintendo might eventually drop everything. I mean, we don't know what the root cause is. Really. It's not right.
2: Nintendo, it's Pokemon USA. They're separ- yeah,
1: it, I think separate. Oh, yes. History. Yeah, that would be. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, if... It, It's quite possible that PPN will come back with PPN as the webmaster. Yeah. If it comes back without him as the webmaster, then I'd imagine almost certainly one of his senior staff would be offered the site to run if they could actually afford it.
2: Who on his staff isn't already working for Pocket Monsters, though?
1: Um, Good question, there.
0: All right, everyone. Next topic of discussion is going to be a very special episode of the Pokemon anime that they showed on a recent Pokemon Sunday episode, and it was for the new Mysterious Dungeon Two game that is out in Japan. Is it out yet, guys? Um, it's not
1: out. It's out I'm very sure. soon. Yeah.
0: It's out. Well, hmm. It's out oh, this week. Okay, so
4: it's. Then we're talking about embarrassing.
1: We should put
0: that. So, yeah, it's a new game coming out soon, and they actually made a episode for it, just like they did with the first Myster- uh, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game. And, well, let's discuss it. It was disgustingly cute, I'll tell you that, though. For some reason, my opinion, it didn't have the charm of the first Mysterious Dungeon um, anime episode. That's just me. It was incredibly
5: cute, but not... As good as the first
0: one. It, it had some funny yes. points though.
2: Yeah,
1: like the sunflower.
0: Oh yeah, that was cute. She
2: uh, always, uh, she always said desuwa at the end of all of her sentences, like it's like really girly, like itsy. <laughs> like blah blah, blah desuwa.
1: A female Pokemon version of Brock, right down <laughs> <with> to the eyes. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> Including falling in love. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, uh, that, that, in her defense, that was due to a charm attack. Yeah. Or something.
5: Right.
0: And she was kind yeah. of a, you know, next morning-ish after the, uh, after the uh, attack wore off.
4: Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's an interesting way to put it.
0: <laughs> so, is there anything that we feel we should discuss about that episode? Well, compared to Mystery
3: Dungeon 1, I thought Mystery Dungeon 2 is better. Because it had more of a story to it, in my opinion. Hmm. Just more uh, fun. Yeah, there was a story.
1: (laughs) Uh, Actually, I'll I'll certainly uh, agree to that. There was a lot more plot in this, but that's uh, also because they're planning to make a series out of it. Oh. They're going to be streaming it. They're going to be yeah, streaming like, episodes of any TV. Yeah. they
2: they left the tube tile thing open.
0: Nice.
1: Um, I mean, it's pretty much just going to follow the plot of the game good. from the looks of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's not necessarily
2: a bad
0: thing. Oh, if still. if they're you know if they're making uh, uh. more episodes, that um, that could be a good thing. I really did enjoy the uh, first um, mystery dungeon. I Really wish they would have made a series out of that.
5: <laughs> so is it going to be uh, like a miniseries or?
1: Uh, I'm oh, guessing a mini-series, because it's only going to be available for download, but, I mean, they could make a 13-episode series. Yeah. Easy.
3: Yeah.
0: It's uh, the internet's a uh, way of uh, doing an OVA. So what would that be? OIA? Original Internet? or, oh, Anime. or Animation? Uh no, it'd still be OVA. <laughs> video
1: doesn't prefer to video cassette. Yeah, it doesn't um,
0: anymore, at least.
1: Well, no, it never did.
2: I'm just going to say that those two Kecleons, you know, the ones, that the green and the purple yep, but... one, they really remind me of the Geckos from Rocko's Modern Life, Aww. the really flamboyant
0: ones. <laughs> <I>
2: <laughs> That's what I think they were going for. <laughs>
1: I was thinking that the Geckos reminded me of Team Rocket operating a store. Yeah. One other thing I did want to mention for everyone as well is that um, the voices in this anime... Now, uh, I haven't actually seen any confirmation of this, but as near as we can tell, all the Pokemon in this special were voiced by the same people who do their voices for the main show. So Pachama was voiced by whoever it is who voices Hikari's Pachama and... So on and so forth. Hmm.
0: Well, that was quite interesting.
2: Um, does anybody know who did the voice of Cougar? In? Mm. she don't know she what. The, like Al from Fullmetal
0: Alchemist. <laughs> well, a lot the of voice, voice actors really do cool. do work on a lot of different shows. Take the uh, voice actress yeah. who did uh, Sailor Moon. Oh my god. The show she's been in. She's been a hamster named Ebichu. She's been some... She was an Excel yeah yeah that girl's been everywhere uh,
2: she's Domino she's what she's
0: Domino Domino
3: in Team Rocket
0: oh wow (laughs) as I said she's been everywhere so yeah it seems like a kind of common thing for um, a voice actor to do multiple things when it comes to the anime or when it comes to anime get a job here, get a job there, here a job, there a job, everywhere a job, job.
3: Tokyo Studios, uh, there's
0: a farm. (laughs) Talent
1: Farm. Oh. Several. (laughs) No, but, I mean, they... How can I put this? There's only so many uh, voice actors in Japan, and the distances they'd have to travel to get to studios are a lot shorter. They could just take the Shinkansen each way and get back home by evening if they had to. And, well, yeah, there's only so many actors, only so many shows each season. They're all going to be doing the same voices all the time. Rather, there's going to be so many people doing them that you'll hear the same voices all the time. Indeed. Many different roles. Sometimes in the same season.
0: Hmm. Well... I think we should probably go on to the next topic about now. What do you guys think?
1: Sounds good to me. Okay.
0: Well, this is going to bring me to my next topic of discussion that I really feel we should discuss. You see, there's a new kind of Pokemon webpage out there. It's exciting. People are finding new things through it. They're finding Pokemon from all these different countries, apparently. And, well... It's just pretty neat, I think. But it also has really weird music that plays over and over and over, something like that. Have we found out how to turn it off yet? Um, no. But RG herself has written a Bulbin News article about it, and I'm going to bring her in to read it on the air.
2: Portland USA has opened a Global Trade Station or GTS website. Um, what it does is it posts statistics of most traded Pokemon and it allows users to bookmark their wanted Pokemon that they want and they can browse what other players are offering. Um, it's not really interactive. You can't like enter your friend code or you know, register or anything like that, register your games. All it does is it shows what trades are happening across the globe in real time and it shows the most traded Pokemon for each country, um, for each area, whatever. And we're going to go to Jordan now. He's going to do a little review of the site. Um, We'll see what he thinks.
6: Well, I've spent about 20 minutes on the website, and the first five minutes was just loading the thing. And while it loads, it does the old Pokemon trading music over and over and over again, and you can't turn it off. After that, done you select your language, and the music changes to some more music from Diamond and Pearl that I haven't identified yet. And it's kind of neat to watch for a few minutes, because you can see, like, lines connecting different countries and Pokemon being traded across them. It's just kind of neat to watch to see who all is trading with who across the globe. It's like connecting the world of Pokemon, I suppose, like in the uh, commercials.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that people have gotten uh, Pokemon from Iraq, Afghanistan, all sorts of places.
6: Yeah, places you wouldn't expect to be trading with, I suppose. Yeah, so. I have one from Iraq. Yeah, so it's like Pokemon World Peace, I guess. Yeah, it's
0: it's kind of like you know, say you're you're actually able to say, hey, you know, I know I've been trading with people, but wow, I'm actually I actually know where they're from, and hey, that's pretty cool. Maybe I maybe I can learn a little bit more about their country because why not? It's, this person was kind enough to send me this Pokemon.
6: It's like the Geonet globe and the global trade station in the game. Just on a much bigger scale, and you can see something happening in real time. Oh, wow. And there's, like, top five lists on there, like, most deposited, most wanted, most traded. Hmm. And, like, it's kind of surprising, because you wouldn't expect people to be wanting starters. I mean, you would, but you wouldn't expect them to be, like, top five when there's things like legendaries and event Pokemon out there that you could get.
0: Well, the thing is people probably are asking for something like that because there's less chance that you'll get a hacked one and you'll probably just get a bred one there, which bred Pokémon good, hacked Pokémon bad. You know, that's actually kind of showing that the people at trading Pokémon on the GTS are starting to get a little bit more what do you call it, sensible.
6: Yeah. And you know one of the one of the hardest to get Pokémon is one of the top 5 most wanted on there, I think, Spiritomb. Not many people know how to get it, and even if you do you know how to get it, you have to know, like, 100 people on the Underground to get it, don't you? Hmm. So that's The only like...
2: reason so many people have it is because it can be
6: bred. Yeah. And it's one of the most one-ones on there, so... Oh, neat. You can kind of see a pattern, like, if it's difficult. I think is one of those one-ones, too. How
0: about Gibble or Jibble?
6: I'm not quite sure.
0: Because that, for I a would... while, was a very wanted Pokemon.
2: W- uh, not surprisingly,
6: the
0: most wanted is Palkia. <laughs> <laughs> Just gotta love the shiny Palkia.
6: I would go check it right now, but it has this obnoxious music that you cannot turn off that does not end.
0: You know, there might be an off switch somewhere, but I hate it when, those, when if there is an off switch, it's hard to find. I so- don't like that.
6: It's a bit of a novelty, and it's amusing for a while, but then it just seems kind of useless.
0: Well, it might be something that we'll find use for later on, or maybe they're going to add to it later on. That could happen. Yeah. So that really does sound interesting, and I'm glad that we discussed that. But I do believe at this point it would probably be a good idea to go into the question of the week. And (laughs) we will see what we have for the question of the week once we get to it. Hello, welcome to the question of the week for this week, which is, I don't know, but this is episode 2, season 3, Bulbacast. Can you believe it? Me neither. How about you, Dratini? Oh, by the way, we do have Dratini in here, too.
4: Hey, guys,
3: what's up?
0: So, um, yeah, what we're going to do is we're just going to read all these answers to the question. I can't say last week's question because it was like millions of years ago that we asked this, but the question was... A, what's your favorite non legendary dragon type? And B, for the anime question, huh, what's your favorite outfit in all the animes? You know, you like the indigo outfit, you like the canto, or oh, that is canto. Which outfit do you like? Well, let's see here. First off, we had combat god Riolu, or yeah, Riolu. He actually made a note saying that he pronounces the last part of his name as Riolu. So, yes, combat god, Riolu, says, for the game question, he's kind of tied between Flygon and Salamence. Both are his favorites, and his least favorite is Bagon, though. Is it, is it pronounced Bagon?
4: I don't know, the anime puts Bagon, it's like bagel. I say Bagon, because I don't care.
0: I say bacon, because I'm hungry. <laughs> now, for the anime question, they like the Hoenn outfits better. Huh? To each their own. So next we go on to Swampert Drifblim Chatot. God, you've got a long name, dude. Swampert Drifblim Chatot? No, we're not going there. Um, Swampert Drifblim Chatot thinks that Salamence is their favorite dragon type. Least favorite, the entire Dragonite line. Dratini looks like Dragonair, but it looks nothing like Dragonite. What do you have to say about that, Dratini?
4: I don't know. He's gonna have to take it up with me in about a few minutes. Yeah.
0: Uh, or the anime question. He likes Ash's Sinnoh costume, the yellow and black one. It seems to have a nice effect on him. He says to insert obnoxious comment here. How about this? <laughs> Got an obnoxious comment at Matt?
4: Nah, that pretty much sums
0: <laughs> Now we have someone named Big Donkey One. Should we even read this? Or just make fun of the name. I don't know.
4: Uh, we'll we'll do both. Yeah.
0: Um. He thinks the best dragon will always be Dragonite for three reasons. One, it was amazing as that giant Bill was looking for. Or amazing as that giant Bill was looking for. Does that make any sense?
4: Nah, but we all know what he means. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Two, it was great in the games. Oh. And three, in the movie, oh, no. it tried to bring back the mail purse. And that's gotta count for something. Worst has to be Kingdra How the muck is it a dragon And the same goes for Altaria Is it Altaria? Altaria, Altaria Atari 2600 (laughs) For the uh, anime question Who likes Ash's Sinnoh costume Brock's Hoenn costume And Misty's Kanto costume that's a good combination of everything. Yeah. Now, Big Donkey One says the origin of their name comes from a long and complicated story involving traumatized children, a giant bag of gravel, and a copy of Shrek on VHS.
4: Well, we'll just let it roll with that. Otherwise, we'll come up with something that we're not able to
0: hear. Right. Now, Tori says, I'm back if you noticed I was gone at all, which you probably didn't. I noticed. Nope. Not really. Um, for the game question, in terms of battle prowess, Salamets. In terms of personal favorites, one of the first Pokemon they could be bothered with in any game to race to level 100 was an Altaria. So they hold a special place in Tori's heart. Least favored be the Gible line because they just don't like them. Yeah, no real reason.
4: And plus the names are just retarded. Yar, I am Garchomp. I'm gonna chomp. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thunderdash. We have someone named Thunderdash who says for the game question, Flygon and Salamence, anime question, I like the Kanto outfits better. Short, sweet, wow. Gotta love Get it. to the point. Exactly. Yameteradine says for the game question, best is Flygon because it looks cool. Worst is probably Garchomp. Garchomp. Because a hammerhead shark does not a dragon make. Now for the anime question, they like Ash's Johto clothes, Brock's Kanto clothes, and Misty's Hoenn clothes.
4: Hmm. Wait a minute, Ash's Johto clothes are the same as Kanto. I th-
0: but okay. Yeah, I thought so too. And <laughs> In- Unless, you know, they started with Johto, so that's why they think Johto. You never know. Shrug. Empoleon Dynamite has a flippin' good question. A game question, or a flippin' good answer. Something like that. Oh god, I fail a joke. Um, <laughs> Game question. Flygon is their favorite. They also like Dragonair, but hate Dragonite. It looks so dopey compared to Gyrodos and Cillamines. Gyarados. <laughs> Ice. gyarados <laughs> Hey, I, I think Gyros, you know? Mmm, yum. I guess I've always got food on my mind. Now, for the anime question, the original for Ash, because um, it reminds them of watching the anime in mornings when they were younger. They can never tell the difference between Brock's clothes. And they despise Misty's and clothes. Hmm. And for next week's question, you know, why don't we use something that could get people using their imaginations? Well, I don't know. If we have a question for next week, we'll come up with that. Um actually we'll probably just actually, you know, not read it on the air and just write it in the forums when we come up with it this time. Try something different, you know? A little forum activity as well as, you know, listening activity. Now Magpie says the best non-legendary Pokemon, Dragon type, would be Dragonite. You cannot beat the adorable sound, remember the first movie, and the sheer power. The worst, possibly Altaria, or however it's bloody pronounced, or Flygon, neither really reminded them of dragons. They're beautiful Pokémon, just not what they think of as dragons. Now, Magpie is a huge Brock fan, and they love his uh, outfits from the past two seasons. I also wanted to ask if anyone agrees with them in saying that Ash shouldn't be wearing a hat. Looks so better without it on. I mean, that's... they. Uh, Magpie knows it's his trademark, but honestly... Nah, hat's gotta stay. What do you think, Matt?
4: Yeah, the hat just gives Ash his qualities. Plus all those people that just
0: love Ash, one and without his hat. Oh, I love Ash. Oh, now we have Shaded Sprider, whose game question, they never used any of the dragon types, unfortunately. Oh, well, that was, uh... Yeah... For the anime question, they like the newest outfits, especially Ash's. Eh, Ash's new outfit is pretty good. He kind of looks more mature, I think, which is a good thing. What do you think?
4: Yeah, it's true. In the Kanto season, it made him look like he was a beginner. And then during Advanced, you know, he was getting a little more up there. And now I guess he's just, well, whatever, he's still the same to me. Yeah,
0: (laughs) he's always going to be Ash. Now... Let's see here. I've got to find another answer, and we have Hoharu who says for the game question, eh, Dragonite is an all-around appealing dragon type. Cute, high base stats, and a great moveset. set. So yeah, they're I... dragon. <laughs> Altaria, however, has low base stats, bad moveset, and quite frankly looks like a cotton candy cloud on things that you shouldn't be doing. That's just their opinion, though. Anime question. They can't really pick a favorite, but they're gonna say their least favorite outfit is Sino Ash. Other than that, eh, they all look good.
4: Hmm.
0: Okay. Now, Lord Koki says for the game question answer, Salamance is the best dragon ever. Anime, Kanto rocks. Hmm. Kanto rocks. So, I think we should start a band called Kanto, Draftini? <laughs> You know, do something like yeah, this. We
1: to yeah. This. We are to, we are
0: to, uh. No. <laughs> or how about this? Choo choo. Right uh. <laughs> <laughs> for those people who like trains and rock, um, Blue Phoenix. We go on with Blue Phoenix, uh, who uh, says this is their first post here after being uh, on Bulba Garden Forum for like a year. They forgot they even had an account here. And then, in parentheses, they tell me not to laugh. I'll let you laugh, Matt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Yeah.
0: Game question. They agree with Lord Koki. Salamance is the best dragon in all regions. Anime question. You have to pick the Sinnoh costumes. Ash's, Brock's, and Dawn's costumes look way better than the other ones. Well, there are no other ones for, for Dawn. Come on. As for Misty, yeah, the Kanto costume was better. Now... We go on with someone named c a a t which stands for cartoonists are artists too, because in many creative circles they're still not considered as arty as those who draw more realistically. Oh, well, thanks for explaining that to me and eh, cartoonists are artists too, but for their uh, answer for the game question, they've always liked Dragonair more than dragonite it has these elegance uh, this elegance which dragonite can't really match up to. And again, it doesn't help that Dragonite's wings are ridiculously small in comparison with its body. I have to agree with that. What do you think?
4: That's yeah, kind of funny because in some pictures of Dragonite, they show his wings really small. But when you look in the first movie, sometimes his, you know, wings are human. Oh yeah, when so they, they never get them right. right
0: when they made the first movie. You know, if you, they're gonna if the dragon's actually gonna fly. It's gonna look really dumb flapping little tiny wings. So they had to give it bigger wings. <laughs> For the anime question, C A A T says. It's hard to say. In Ash's case, they'd agree with previous casts, where it was mentioned that Ash's outfits have aged with the character, so they all kind of have their own charm. However, no hat will ever beat his first one. I agree. His first hat was the best.
4: Yeah, his original hat just gave him his ash. Yeah,
0: you know that's his trademark, you know. They come on, you you can change all the other parts of his clothing, but please you should have kept the hat. Now, Ashita says the best dragon has to be Salamance, and Ash's best outfit is the AG one, with the DP one being a bit of an imitation, really. And now, we go to the last question, or the last answer, which would be... Pikachu trader. But, um... They gave a really late answer, but whatever, this is a really late reading of the answers anyway, so hey! In his opinion, Salamance is the best dragon yet. And, well, Satoshi's best outfit has to be his Senno outfit. First time I ever saw it it looked like a bit of a mix between Satoshi and Norman but now they're more used to the outfit and, than they ever have been I don't know I really do have a you know I like parts of his older outfits and I do like parts of his newer outfits but yeah I'm I'm just glad they've never given Pikachu an outfit
4: <laughs> Well they do change his outfits sometimes when uh Either May or Don was doing their contest battles, right?
0: Because they sometimes and
4: he was doing the little cheerleader yeah. thing. Yeah,
0: you know he's done things like that before. The times he dressed up, waving the fans or whatnot.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: you know, he, he Pikachu's done costumes, but never actually you know a full time costume. Yeah. But that does about wrap it up for this question of the week. I really appreciate you all tuning in, and this is me and signing off, saying well. Glad you listened in, tuned in, and have a good time. Have a great day. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. <laughs> all right. Well, as always, that was a fun, informative question of the week. Or was it? We don't know because we haven't recorded it yet at this time of doing this. That always gets recorded later and pasted in here. But that's something that we've never told you. Now you know. Hey! You want yet one of our little fun secrets. But fun, fun aside... We're about to get to something even more fun, and that would be the latest episode of Pokemon Diamond and Pearl that has aired in Japan. And we have Fullmaster and a few others of us who have watched it today, and we're going to discuss it. So, guys, tell me, what happened?
2: Satoshi and his friends, they end up with this maze, and Team Rocket gives them a map and tells them to release all their Pokemon to go through it but a bunch of golems and gravelers come through and they all get split up and it ends up into the group of like Hikari and Groove and Satoshi and Weasel, Pochama, Chirisu, Musaki,
3: oh, Fakeshi,
2: Naito, Apom, and Mookabird. Um And then Pikachu, Mimirol, and Pinpuku. And a recurring joke throughout the episode is that each group ends up stumbling upon Shinji, who's trying to catch an Oni Drill. <laughs> And he gets pretty frustrated every time they're like, hey, have you seen the other one? And then he's
0: like, no, go away. <laughs> <laughs> and of course Team Rocket's behind this.
5: <laughs> gummets. Actually, it was uh, it was uh, Satoshi and Pikachu first, and they split up thanks to Team Rocket. Right. And Pikachu Ouch. meets with uh, Bimoku and uh Bimirol, and Satoshi meets with uh, Buizel and the rest.
2: And then Team Rocket ends up stealing Mukabird. Which is kind of strange. It's kind of a weird one for them. And then they they all break through the wall with all their attacks, um, with Satsoshi commanding Hikari's Pokemon, and eventually Pikachu, you know, gets gets Mewtwo back, and everything's good.
3: Well, I was very surprised to see Shinji. I wasn't expecting to see him. That was very random.
1: Frankly, I'm not. I wouldn't be all that surprised if Shinji might have, uh, well, rather his voice actor might have something in his contract that says, I must to be in this amount of episodes every period of time and have at least this much actual screen time.
5: So. It looks like he's going to become a more uh, regular rival for Ash <laughs> than Gary ever
6: was.
3: Oh yes. Yeah. Shinji is definitely in more episodes than Gary is right now.
6: Because you can actually see Shinji and Satoshi kind of going against each other, like like racing with each other in the gym battles and stuff. We never saw that with Gary. We just saw him like every once in a while.
0: Shinji Shinji is a great rival.
1: And, I mean, as we've noted in a previous cast, Shinji's not just some guy who just started. Yeah. And is cruel to his Pokemon which is what we all thought at the beginning. I mean, that's what we thought at the start of DP, isn't it? That Shinji's cocky little brother. I thought he
0: was a creep. But apparently, you know, he's been all over, he's been all around, he's done it all, and that's just how he's discovered is the best way to actually um, train his pokes.
1: That still makes him a creep. Oh, of
0: course.
5: Uh, either way, there's a new episode title and speculation says that it might be involved Shinji as well. I think it's for yeah, and, October
2: 18 or something like that. I think Archie knows best. It's for the 18th of October. I think it's called Hiko Zaro versus Zango's Fateful Battle. Um, yeah, that's, yeah it. that's it. My first thought was that, you know, Fateful Battle, it kind of means, you know, Shinji might decide to dump Hikozaru, and I thought, well, that's kind of strange. Sato doesn't have a fire type yet. How convenient. I'm not saying that's going to happen. I'm just saying that's what popped into my mind.
1: Hikozaru was Shinji's first Pokemon,
2: wasn't
1: it? No. No, that's not. I think it uh, was.
2: Dai, the Daitos.
3: Yeah. Well, interesting. Uh, Brock is the only one who doesn't have a DP starter. If Shinji does release Hikozaru, Zaru, Brock may end up getting it. That seems
6: like a really brock thing to do, take care of a lost Pokemon. Yeah, That's... so we
5: still have to speculate on that too. I mm. guess we have we have to wait and watch the episode or wait for the episode to air to really get to know what's going to happen.
3: And then I was actually...
2: saying that it might evolve too.
5: Um, didn't Takeshi uh
1: in the early promotional shots we saw for DP have
2: a Hikozaru?
3: Well, it was near or him. was that just Shinji's? Hmm. There was it a Hikosaru with there, there, Takeshi.
5: Remember the, there was that first poster with uh, Shinji on it? He, Satoshi, Hikari, and Shinji. Yeah,
2: um, yeah.
5: Everyone Wasn't it thought Satoshi? Takeshi was going to be out of TP, but then uh, he appeared in the website. So he was next to Hikosaru
2: there. Okay.
3: Well, there were like two promotional posters, if I can remember. One with uh, Satoshi, Hikari, and Shinji, and the other with uh, Takeshi, Satoshi, and Hikari. And Hikozaru was with Takeshi at the time. Yeah, that so, that
5: was that one was from the uh, Pokemon show website, uh, Pokemon DP, official website.
3: Ah, huh. okay, My speculation was always that Shinji would do something really bad to Hikozaru, and Satoshi and the gang would just take care of it. Well, yeah, that's true, but something really bad that makes Hikazaru want to leave Shinji. And Satoshi and the gang will take care of it for a little bit. But Takashi will be the one who will just uh, really care for it and that makes Hikazaru want to uh,
0: go with him. Understandable.
1: Surprising that the Pokemon are even willing to take such abuse for this long because he's obviously got a lot of them that haven't left him.
0: Well, Team Rocket, some Team Rocket isn't known for being nicest to their Pokemon either, but they apparently keep their pokes as well. I I think that once a Pokemon enters its Pokeball, no matter what you do to it, no matter how unhappy it is with you, it has to stay with you. Just like you remember that um in Indigo when there was that uh, Charmander. The
1: Charmander that believed it's traitor and stayed there and Right. Wasn't able to go with Ash till it was abandoned. Yeah.
0: Yep. So you know, a bunch of Pokemon's in a ball. It's It loves its master no matter what. Okay. Yeah. So, any final uh, words on this episode? I
6: thought it was in it cute. All and how, uh, it. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a little
2: fancy. <laughs> a mom and a daddy yeah. and a baby. Aww. 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 Oh. Oh, so this... cute?
3: This episode reminded me of the many times that the gang have been split.
0: mm Hmm.
1: Yeah, it's a fairly common filler storyline, to be honest.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But um, you know, it sounds like they did it in a creative and humorous way right this time around. So, well, like some of the other split uh split filler episodes, like the giant of uh, the island of giant Pokemon, was nice and fun and creative. So once again, I like having filler like this. It's not as bad as some of the filler we've seen. I have just to say, to... I've
2: come to the conclusion that I I now think that Diamond Pearl's better than the Kanto series. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I, they've been playing the Kanto episodes on um, Cartoon Network, and I just don't like them as much.
0: Yeah, part of that might be because of about how many times we've seen them too. But part of that might just be you know we have something a whole no, lot better I... that's finally come around.
2: Yeah, like. They've polished it up a lot
0: more. Yeah, they're not trying to repeat Kanto like they had previous series. They're trying more so to just completely do something new and, you know, say, hey, to heck with tradition. Let's actually make something fun and original.
1: I think they've recognized that they've got a lot of continuing fans and are uh, trying to cater more to them, rather than catering to a whole new crowd. Yeah. They're not refreshing things totally.
3: I like it. Well, in my opinion, DP is a lot better than Advanced Generation. Yes.
5: Mm, I agree. <laughs> Indeed. Way better. And, and well, that's given.
1: Yeah. Uh, see <laughs> a kind of redeemed Advanced okay. Generation. I was just thinking, watching the Pikachu and Mimoodle stuff, what is Pikachu going to think when that Mimoodle eventually evolves?
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no comment.
1: It's going to be worse than Bayleith and Ash.
0: Well, remember this. Pikachu is clueless about matters of love, probably, just like Ash. He's his owner's uh, Pokemon.
5: I think he gets Nimerel likes him. Oh he gets Misty likes Ash. Oh,
0: uh, yeah, you do have a point. Maybe Pikachu isn't as clueless. He's been hanging around Brock too much, I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, well that wouldn't teach him about love. That would teach him about testosterone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh snap. <laughs> so on that on that note um let's wrap up this episode that sound good guys yes okay so we're going to wrap up this episode everyone and it has been a really fun time unfortunately we're not going to get any call this week and i'll explain a little bit as to why um this is uh my first episode as the editor and I'm just trying to keep this short and simple, you know. Give us something fun, but I don't want to overload myself. I promised to do this one episode. I might do more, but until then, we'll see how editing goes. See how this, uh, you know, everything ends up. And if I can do this with as little stress as possible, and still, you know, do this, keep my um. Bulba Garden chat and forum duties going as well as my actual real life job I might just keep on doing it we shall see (laughs) but until then this is me Satoshi Kun signing off and thank you for listening to this Bulbacast. thank you everyone who has been involved in this cast tonight and I really appreciate everything and yeah we did well I think what do you guys think
2: Awesome awesome. It was
0: mm-hmm. fun. Great.
6: Mm-hmm. It was my first Bulbacast.
0: Yeah, I might get you in on mm-hmm. some more at, at some point, especially uh, you really helped me out with the hosting of the um, call tonight. So, yeah. I, I think you'll probably be in a few more Bulbacasts, Jordan. I appreciate it.
3: Yay. And...
0: Yeah,
1: uh, one of the advantages of this new system we kind of have at the moment is that we can actually get a lot more people into these casts.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that.
1: So uh, if you want in on the Bulbacast, uh, either as a call-in or, uh, I mean, we might even have some regular cast member slots available. Yeah. If we can keep this up, uh, wow. let us know.
0: And also, here's an interesting thing. I recently had someone uh, message me on the forums and asked me if he could contribute a, rec- a pre-recorded question to the uh, cast. He uh, sent it to me, and I will be including that in the next Bulbacast. And, yeah, you can do that, too. You can just pre-record something, send it to me. I can't promise to use every single one of them, but I'll probably, in the next few days, put something up in the Bulba garden, um, in the Bulbacast thread and make a new thread and t- say, you know, do this. Give me, you know, upload it to uh, one of the upload sites like Mm -hmm. Send Space, or um, you send it and yeah, yeah. and give me the link. I'll download it onto my machine, take a listen, do a little bit of noise reduction here and there if there's too much noise, you know, play around with it, and get her ready for the cast. I really, you know, I I like things like that. You know, I love. I love all this participation that we get. I love the fact that people love listening to us. And, you know, I I like being here for all of you fans who just want to have something to listen to, put it on your iPod or listen to it on your computer, stream it off the internet, however you do it. You enjoy it. It gives you something to listen to if you're on the bus or if you're on the train or, you know, just driving home from work or to work or whatever. Wherever you are. We're here for you, and, hey, that's a cool thing. I like it. <laughs> so, good
1: in... oh. um, so I believe we're not going to be able to do a cast next week. No, nope. But there's a good reason for that.
0: Oh, yeah, I am actually uh, going to an anime convention in my town of Atlanta, and it's called Anime Weekend Atlanta, and if I get a chance, I can't promise anything, but if I get a chance, I might just do my own little live um, Bulbacast there. You know, um, I'm going with another member who's been on this um, on this cast before as a call-in, Blenisaur. And if we're able to, we'll record something, give you guys a little teaser, a little something fun, maybe interview some people about Pokemon at the cast. Just have ourselves a grand old time, and we'll let you know what we get.
1: <laughs> well, I suppose that about wraps it up for us here at Bulbacast this week, so... I guess we're not going to be able to see you next week, but I hope you'll all be continuing to listen to our cast through the rest of Season 3. Yep. We'll have a lot of new people coming on over the next few weeks, uh, various people from Bulbwood Garden and our affiliates who haven't been on here before. Uh, I'm especially hoping, actually, to get some people from Poker Gym on here uh, for some TCG things. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, They've course got their own Pocket Gym Round Table which I occasionally guest on
0: hmm. that's pretty neat Liam yeah,
1: but, um, should actually also mention for people um, for the next little while uh, Bulbacast may not be put on iTunes uh, specifically because that was something uh, PPN Steve was handling. So torrents, yes, will always be available there. Edward K. hosts those for us. And through the IRC channels of Pound Bulba Garden and Pound Pocket Monsters that you can get to at irc.pocketmonsters.net.
0: Or you can just go through Java and do um, chat.bulbagarden.net and you can actually receive file transfers there as well. Um, oh, you
1: can receive file transfers to the Java
0: Gateway. Yep. I've, done it. I've sent people stuff through that before, and it works very well. Cool.
1: Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. I didn't actually know that I could do
0: that. Well, thanks for listening, guys. And as Liam said, go to the affiliated channels. There's Pound Pocket Monsters, Pound Bulb Garden, Pound Bulba Cast as well on Saturday nights uh, before we do the cast. And... Y'all have a great evening. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.
1: Bye. Good to guys. Done it.